if I get five hours of sleep, that's enough. I should be waking up early no matter what, regardless of the amount of sleep I've gotten. Second thing is, what are your current circumstances around sleep? You have a relationship with money. You have a relationship with your hair. You have a relationship with fitness. You have a relationship with this podcast. Is it positive or negative? What's your relationship with sleep? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,414, How Your Crutches Are Holding You Back. Today for episode number 1,415, Sleep is Actually Productive. Not going to be the sexiest episode. Not going to be the longest episode, but it might be one of the most important episodes, depending on what your relationship with sleep is. I used to look at sleep very differently than I do today. It's, I've had waves. I've had a roller coaster when it comes to sleep. When I was younger, I didn't care about sleep at all. I didn't really care that much. I would wake up early. I'd go lift if I'd stayed up all night. That didn't, it didn't really matter to me. I wasn't focused on getting good quality sleep because I didn't understand the importance of it. Then when I worked that job where I traveled, I, my sleep was jiffed. I stayed up for days on end. It was not good. I was consuming caffeine, working 3 to 11. Not good. Not, not great at all. Then when I became an entrepreneur, I really focused on sleep for a while. But I would say I focus too much on sleep because I would, <laughs> we've joked about this before, I would get up at 4.30, I would do my mobility, I'd do my journaling, I would do my learning for the day, then my buddy and I would go to the gym at 6, come home at 7, I might do a little work, shower, eat breakfast, I'd nap 8 to 10, 8 to 11, <laughs> depending on what we had going on. Then I'd crank out a solid 11 to 4, maybe a 5 hour block of probably very little work. And then I would play video games until 10 o'clock at night. That was pretty much my, my work, my, my work uh, schedule. Every now the and then you podcasted. Well, we did podcast, but that was during the waking hours. Yeah. So Mondays, I probably didn't, we, we podcast on Mondays as we do today, and I probably didn't get a nap on Mondays. Then as we got busier, I did not focus nearly enough on sleep. I was not focused on sleep as much as I needed to be at all. Because I didn't understand the importance of it. And the, the big part, and this is why we're doing this episode in the way we are, I didn't connect the fact that sleep is actually productive if you're using your time that you're awake more productively. I used to think that if I slept until 7 o'clock, say I got 8 hours of sleep, say I went to bed at 11 and I slept till 7, I would feel guilty. If I slept in until 7, I would feel guilty. And I still do to a degree, but that's because then it throws the gym back and it's a whole, it's because of this, the cascading of events that happens if I do sleep in. I used to get guilty because I would, I used to feel guilty because I would assume, oh my goodness, I am not going to be productive enough today. I'm not going to get enough done. Now, obviously if I'm sleeping 12 hours a day, if I'm going to bed at three in the morning and sleeping till three in the afternoon, 
maybe that's not sustainable. But if you're watching or listening, couple questions. One, what is your relationship to sleep? Have you convinced yourself and or been convinced that if I get five hours of sleep, that's enough. I should be waking up early no matter what, regardless of the amount of sleep I've gotten. Second thing is, what are your current circumstances around sleep? Now, here's where I want to be very, very clear and I want to be very, very understanding, empathetic, and inclusive. I don't have children, so I don't know what it's like to have a child who wakes up in the middle, or a baby, or a newborn, or an infant that wakes up in the middle of the night needing to be fed, or whatever it may be. I don't know what that's like. So I have very few pulls on my sleep other than the cats. But I sleep with earplugs, I sleep with a face mask, we have a sound machine on. I understand for you, if you're out there and you have kids, that might not feel safe, that might create some sort of anxiety. What are the circumstances around your sleep that you might be able to just do a little 1% improvement on? Maybe a sleep mask. You'll still be able to hear what's going on, but if the curtains in your bedroom aren't super tight and light comes in, that's probably not good, right? So maybe just a a 1% improvement, nothing too crazy, that would add value to your sleep. So, Kev, do you have a fan going? Maybe. I I think I can hear a fan going. That's a real shame. It's all good, though. It's all good. How about now? Yes, it is good now. Okay. Well, that's, it that's is good not, now. Not ideal for me. It's hot as F in here. No worries. Well, I meant, yeah. I'm sorry that it's going to be hot for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First and foremost, when you said not a sexy topic, I had a moment of the most valuable things sometimes are the most boring. Yeah. Sleep is one of the most important topics you can possibly talk about. It just is kind of boring. If you want to learn about money, you want to learn about health, you want to learn about wealth, you want to learn about fitness, you want to learn about intimate relationships, a lot of times it's the little things that are boring that we neglect because they're boring. The whole common sense is not always common practice. And we want some quick cheat code fun thing when in reality it's the fundamentals. It's the fundamentals that matter. Sleep is a fundamental. So Kevin and I talked before this episode, what's your intention? What's my intention? What's the big idea? For me, it's what are your beliefs around sleep? And let's explore your past of sleep. So Kevin just told you his sleep story. Roller coaster. Didn't care about it at all. Cared about it a ton. Didn't care about it at all again. Then had to care about it a ton, but wasn't getting it. The whole thing. Just like on the money episode we did recently, what's your money story? What's your sleep story? I have a pyramid called the seven fundamentals of fitness. And I rate myself every single week on all seven of these. The bottom of the pyramid is sleep. And that's for a reason. So the cool thing about pyramids and why I'm so obsessed with them is because if you want to climb higher, you actually have to make the base bigger. So I... At the risk of sounding super lazy here, I don't ever set an alarm anymore. (laughs) Ever. You you think that has any of the reasons that you're late 75% of the time? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's possible. (laughs) I purposely don't have my first front-facing meeting until 10 a.m. And the reason why is to protect sleep at all costs. What are the big ideas here? Number one, When you were growing up, did anyone honor your sleep? Did you honor your sleep? Was sleep important to you? Uh, Number two, are you good at sleep? For me, 
the moment I want to go to bed, I'm out within 10 minutes every single time. I very rarely wake up in the middle of the night. I very rarely have restless sleep. I don't know if I've always slept like a baby. I think it's always come pretty easy to me. Kevin and I joke about how before the plane takes off, I'm already asleep. So I'm very blessed in that. So I don't have to be as concerned with, oh, one thing for other people, it's like blue light or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I think they've, I don't want to say disprove that, but I do believe it was not as serious as they originally said. That's probably, I intuitively felt that way. Emilia has, you know, blue light glasses and she doesn't like to do, you know, watch things late because of her sleep. And a lot of people say, well, don't eat before bed. All of that, in my opinion, for me, it's not an issue at all. Every time I eat, I fall, fall asleep like a baby. It's like, I think you're the, you're the, not the minority in that, but it depends. Okay. Cause that, I used to be the same way where I could eat anything before bed. Now it's not that I can't, but I'll get heartburn if I lay down too fast. There's a lot of things have changed a little bit. <laughs> it's so fascinating. And I want everyone out there listening to contemplate your own. Are you good at sleeping? And what I mean by that is, are you a natural sleeper where it's so easy to fall asleep? You very rarely are, rec- uh, are um, not reckless. Uh, restless. Restless. Thank you. And that kind of thing. Emilia is a lighter sleeper than I am. So... We take precautions around that. Whereas, like, she has a specific pillow set up and all that kind of stuff. I'm whatever. It's not nearly as big a deal. I still want to do certain things and make sure that I protect my sleep, but it's not as big of an issue for me. So, number one is look into your past, look into your childhood, look into your teens, look into your 20s, 30s, depending on how old you are. Did sleep, is the trend line up? Is sleep improving? Are you focusing on it more? Was it honored as a kid? Emilia's a great example of this. Her family was always wake up early. Entrepreneurs, everybody gets up. It was kind of noisy in the house. They were always doing projects and stuff like that. So her sleep wasn't super protected. Another piece of this. So number one is analyze your past. Number two is how good are you at the skill of actually sleeping? Is it, Does it come easy to you or do you need work? Number three, what's your beliefs around sleep right now? Do you believe that sleep is critical to the point where I have Tucker, Tariel, and we just got a new kitten, and they're going to be crate trained. The reason they're going to be crate trained is I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night to loud noises with cats jumping all over the house and knocking plants over and all that. You know the deal. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. Now, underneath that is a belief about neuroscience, functional, chemical, structural changes in the brain, memory, I got Emilia. So Emilia used to have so many challenges with her memory. I'll try to be brief about this, but this is really powerful. I know a lot of our listeners struggle with memory and it's connected to sleep, especially the the moms out there. Moms and dads, I should say. Hi, everyone. My name is Amanda. I am a dental hygienist and a mom of two teenagers. I was first introduced to Kevin and Alan about three years ago. So that led me to book a consultation with Alan and I showed up to that call in the lowest spot that I've been at in my entire life. He is a good human that genuinely wants the best in your life, your future, your love, your relationships, your wealth, and you have the chance to be in the same room or on the same call or have these two in your life in any way, then you are blessed. 
Okay. When Emilia and I first got together, we watched The Notebook together. This is three and a half years ago. Her memory was, she, she always used to say it all the time. I have memory challenges. I have memory challenges. I have memory challenges. And she would forget things. She was not getting good sleep. I was convinced. I was so convinced of the neuroscience that she could not only improve her memory, but eventually get to the point where she has an excellent memory. Here we are three and a half years later. I got her a leadership series is what I called it for Christmas. It was five books about how to become a better leader. And one of the five books was memory recovery is what it's called. Or memory rescue. It's called memory rescue. And she studied and studied and studied about memory. Sleep is the most important thing for memory. When I'm not getting good sleep, I don't have a photographic memory like I usually do. So I have a photographic memory. I'm very, very blessed. I can close my eyes and look at the whiteboard downstairs. It says, Alan, grocery shopping. You still haven't done it. I can do that. That's awesome. But when I'm not getting good sleep, I'm telling you things start to slip. I remember Kevin and I used to be on the road, and when he and I weren't getting good sleep, it would be really challenging to have conversations with mentors until 10 o'clock at night and then go have more deep conversations with each other. He would burn out quicker than I would, but I'm telling you, sometimes we would get to a place and I'd say, brother, I have to nap before we work. I cannot function. We've got an interview in an hour and a half, and I can't function. I'm supposed to ask these intelligent people intelligent questions. I'm over here half asleep. So... If you struggle with memory, if you struggle with cognitive function, I am telling you the number one most important thing for your brain to work optimally is sleep. I am not lazy. I do not set an alarm, and Emilia never sets an alarm unless she absolutely has to. She's at Alchemy's right now, so she had to set an alarm last night. But normally, when she tries to set an alarm, I'll say, sweetheart, is that an absolute must? Because I want us to sleep as much as possible and get the highest sleep score we possibly can. I track my sleep score every single day. But I'm not saying this to talk about me. I'm saying this because I promise you a happy, healthy, productive, magnificent, fulfilling life is unbelievably predicated to a drastic, alarming degree on how well you sleep. When we did Next Level Live, so we rented an Airbnb and some of the team came in. And upon further review, there were not as many beds as I thought. There were less beds than I had originally thought. And I want to make sure everybody had a bed. That's just, I always do that. Whatever. I'm I'm usually the littlest person. You know, if I'm with Alan, you're not going to sleep on the couch. You're not going to fit on the couch. So there's no way you could possibly sleep on the couch. So I was like, "Ah, I'll just, I'll, I'll use the pullout couch. No biggie. The night before the event, I tried to sleep on this pullout couch and it was brutal, brutal. <laughs> and we stayed up doing the presentation and just getting everything prepared. And I remember we were getting ready for bed and we were discussing what time we had to get there. Now, what did I say? Five? You said we have to wake up at 4.45. Was that what it was? Yeah, to get there for 5.30. And I got... A th- my sleep score was like a 30 or something like that. It's the lowest sleep score I've I've ever had or I've ever seen. I think somebody on the team actually might have got a lower We got to provide recently. context on what sleep score means. So yeah, it, it's some measure for the aura ring. I think it determines the quality of your sleep, the quantity of your sleep, the deep sleep, the REM sleep, how long it took you to fall asleep, your heart rate, some sort of algorithm behind the scenes. Just for context, I slept like shit. That's the best way to put it. I didn't sleep well. <laughs> It might have been one of the worst nights of sleep I've ever gotten. Then we proceed to get up and go host an event and be on stage from whatever, seven in the morning until 
one in the afternoon, get food, drive back to the Airbnb, be around the team. And I had to, I don't know if I ended up taking a nap, but I was done. That was it. I went upstairs and I watched old Mike Tyson fights. Well, everybody else celebrated because I was so gassed. So the the hard part about this is if you if you have never gotten really quality sleep, you don't know the difference because it just becomes normal. I'm really good at functioning on a very low sleep. Mm-hmm. I've already definitely I, way better than me. I already planned this. We're going to Pittsburgh. Alan got invited to something I didn't get invited to because I didn't attend or get into the college that he went to, or I didn't get into any colleges. And I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be allowed to be there because it's a, a brother thing for the fraternity. UFC's on that night. Clutch find. Love didn't that. Did you say you me. did get into colleges? I did. Yeah, I actually I did get into college. I didn't attend colleges. That's right. I got into Fitchburg State and Dean College. Both mm-hmm. of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. UFC is on that Saturday night. Okay. UFC and an Airbnb. I'm a huge fan of watching UFC in other people's homes. Love that. I love that. I'm gonna get Domino's. It's gonna be great. The next day. <laughs> We have a 10-hour ride home. We're going to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. So I'm going to get maybe four hours of sleep. But I'm okay with that because I'm willing to make that sacrifice. But I'm already thinking of that. So again, not the sexiest topic, not the sexiest thing, but it is one of the fundamentals. It is. It's one of the fundamentals. If you can treat sleep like a habit, like you do everything else, going to the gym and getting a quality workout, okay, going to sleep and getting a quality night's rest, check-ins with your partner, making sure you're your bedroom is set up for success. It's cold enough or it's warm enough or it's dark enough or whatever. There's a sound machine, whatever it may be. Simplest form. What is your current relationship? This is my next level nugget because we have the team call here shortly. What is your current relationship with sleep and do you feel like it's actually productive to sleep? Like Alan, that's why Alan doesn't set an alarm because he knows it's productive to get the most amount of sleep because not just for now, but for longevity or what I thought before of I have to get up early every single day, no matter what, if I don't get up early, I'm not going to be successful. That was my original thought. Yeah. Next level nugget, sir. Next level nugget would be, what is your relationship with sleep? You have a relationship with money, you have a relationship with your hair, you have a relationship with fitness you have a relationship with this podcast is it positive or negative what's your relationship with sleep do you think sleep is the best thing ever you just love it honor it cherish it work on it improve it i would say mine for sure and or is it eh, not important check in on that because yeah, you cannot be at your best without great sleep. You can't. It's scientifically impossible. Scientifically impossible. So, you, yeah, you have to dial this up if you want to get to the next level. We don't really talk about that enough, but there's certain things that are musts, no matter who you are. I mean, I guess there's some people, like a very, very, very small percentage of the population that can actually function on five hours of sleep, but... point. It's point I think it's 0.1%, so... Okay, 0.1%, so one in a thousand... Yeah, unless you're that one in a thousand, you need you need quality sleep. And my clients, the team members, a lot of people that I'm working with have improved their sleep, and I've seen a drastic difference in them and their growth for sure. So yeah, not sexy, but absolutely critical, absolutely a fundamental. And you want to talk about willpower? It's like if you don't charge your phone, you can't expect it to do much. 
you have to recharge your body and your brain. Otherwise, it won't do much. Next Level Nation, I don't know what tomorrow's episode is because I'm Jeffin and I just wasn't fully prepared. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to be fire. Maybe the best episode we've ever done. Could be the worst episode we've ever done. I don't know yet because <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. If you, haven't joined, if you haven't joined our private Facebook group yet, please do. The link will be in the show notes. We have to go, Alan, because you have to log into the team call right now. We love you. We appreciate you. We're grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow with a very special surprise episode. Get some sleep. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.